we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of our We Power On season of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm your host, Simone Roche, and every week I am joined by someone from our Northern Power Women community who we can all learn from. But this week it's like a two for one, not just one, but two amazing, amazing Northern Power Women from the Northwest and the Northeast who are passionate about the hospitality industry and are doing everything they can to build forward better. First up is Kerry. Kerry Malloy, Director of Events and Operations for the ACC Liverpool Group, which includes MS Bank, ACC Liverpool Conference Centre, Exhibition Centre, Pullman Liverpool Hotel, and also owners of Ticket Quarter, which is a regional ticketing business. And prior to joining the ACC Liverpool in 2012, Kerry had held director roles for two major airport groups. They need you right now, Kerry, I'm sure they do, where she led on operations across a number of UK airports for 11 years. Kerry is CIPD qualified and was formerly in HR and training and development in the NHS and is currently undertaking the Institute of Leadership and Management Level 7 Executive Coaching. Wow. (laughs) And that's just the first one of our guests today. And joining her is our new powerless. Faye Dyer, Managing Director at the ACC Liverpool Group. Faye brings absolutely tons of experience and insight into the events and hospitality industry, having held senior positions in the sector for over 10 years. She's currently a member of the Liverpool City Region's Visitor Economy Board and Liverpool's Culture and Commerce Bid Board. Faye is also a chartered accountant, that's where we first met, working out sums for working out how I could make Northern Power Women bigger, uh, having spent a decade working for KPMG before moving into the industry. Industry. Faye describes herself as a proud northerner, passionate about creating workplaces where everyone feels accepted and able to bring their whole selves to work. Faye moved into the events industry as not only is it a sector where you get to create meaningful connections and magical moments, but the positive ripple effect of their work has on the visitor economy, wider economy and the communities they serve is vast. And for her, it's meaningful work. And I love how Faye, before you, before this, you said you couldn't do your role without the support of Kerry and I think there's so many great messages we're going to talk about today but that's if we get any time after reading all your intros Um, so so delighted to welcome you both here today because you're all about lifting each other up welcome Kerry and Faye Thank you, Simone. Thank you. Thank you. And I love, this is an industry that I'm so passionate about. And I, I always think of this is what makes me, you know, sort of part of who I am. I love that meaningful connections, bringing people together, creating those magical moments. You wanted to work in the sector because of those reasons and bringing that joy to many, didn't you, Faye? How how important is it for you to have a purpose in your work? It's absolutely right on for me, Simone. I think, you know, I could not bring the best of me to work and be fully committed in what I was going to do if I wasn't connected with what the why is and I guess you know if I'm if I'm honest like many people 
the why for me has changed over time. So I guess, you know, when I first came into the world of work, you know, why was very much around just that feeling that I'd done a great job, you know, that I'd made somebody else happy. The why was almost because somebody had asked me to and, and I could. And then I guess, you know, as I've got um, more mature and I've got more experience in the world of work and I've, I've learned more about different industries, I've become a bit more specific about how I want to spend my time and what whys I want to uh, align myself to because it's about, you know, what I value and about, you know, what motivates me. And I guess, you know, the, the event industry for me, it works twofold. You know, I am a, a very firm believer that life is about a collection of moments and experiences and hence to work in an industry where our role is to help create and facilitate and maximise those is just is wonderful because you know that at the end of the day for me is what life is all about but also i guess you know the why in in events and in hospitality is that ripple effect and um, you know it, it truly is meaningful work because you know if we do a great job here as a team then that means we are creating employment in the wider visitor economy it means we are attracting you with investment to the city region and really importantly we are influencing and helping shape the lives of our communities and I think, you know, what could be more sort of enriching from a wide perspective than that? So it's, um, yeah, really, really passionate about the industry, but it's, it's taken me a, a little while to sort of find that and to realise, you know, who I am and, and what means something to me. And I think that's really important. It really comes across that strong purpose that you have. So, and what, what does that purpose, what's the impact of that on workplace culture? Yeah, great question. So I think it's, if you're clear about what your, your purpose is, and you're very clearly communicating what your purpose is, then for me, you are going to align people whose, again, personal values are very much aligned to what you're trying to achieve as an organisation. And if you've got a culture that is open, and that is where people can bring their whole selves to work and can bring ideas to work, then I think that naturally starts to shape and impact your culture because you're attracting people that align to your purpose and you're letting them naturally shift and shape your culture I also think that if you are going to be successful as an organisation and living your purpose, then you absolutely have to have a culture that's aligned to that. If you want people to be fully engaged at work and you want to make sure that people can deliver the best, that the two are going to be aligned. So it, it does have, I guess, a, a really strong impact on workplace culture. It also, I think, means that you've got that really, really strong one-team ethos because everybody understands what you are all trying to row in the same direction to achieve. And everybody understands, crucially, how the role that they play fits into that. And they can understand and respect everybody else's roles and understand, you know, where they all fit into the bigger piece. So I think, you know, that common sense of purpose and team is hugely important from a culture perspective and that comes with that whole bringing whole self to work as well and that I think what you're talking about here is that it's your leadership style as well I think one of the I think we I think you were part of when we did one of our power circles and we talked about leadership and one of the things is about listening it's about that listening and clarity you know and I think that's so important and I'm going to come over to Kerry you've worked at very high levels in HR and in executive coaching too how does this workplace culture that we're talking about and Faye's talking about impact not just on the staff well-being but also on the overall success of a business? I think Faye's summarised quite a number of key points. It's about having a purpose and an alignment and if you're very junior in an organisation they may seem like management speak words but it's making sure that every role that's in the business they've got a sense of why they're there. Not the big why that we talk about the Simon Sinek why, it's about do they understand how they can contribute 
how their behaviour links into the overall one team ethos, how people can actually make a difference. We do a staff survey every year and we ask staff, do they contribute? Do they feel they make a difference to the business? We're in the business of creating moments and experiences and events. We we used to call ourselves shed renters and we're not. We create experiences for clients across the Northwest, the UK, Europe. We are here to create those moments. And when you talk about that as our purpose, to contribute to the economy of the city region, to actually make Liverpool a destination, a memorable destination, if you talk to staff about that, whether they are an accounts clerk or they're a senior manager, they all should get why we're here. And Faye and myself, we, we are really working hard to make sure that since the pandemic, that we can create a new culture for the business that actually means that everyone who works for us is connected to why we're here and to have that passion about Liverpool and to have that passion about the city region. And it's about saying you work in one of the most iconic venues in Liverpool. You actually contribute to experiences that make Liverpool memorable for the right reasons. You are contributing to Liverpool being one of the most fantastic cities in in Europe. And don't forget that even your small job, whatever you do, whether it's an accounts clerk or it's somebody who moves furniture, every single part of what you do contributes. That culture then translates into how they deliver their day-to-day work and the clients feel it. And if the clients feel it, they come back and they have that sense that we are actually genuine and it's authenticity. And it is, it's an, it's a journey. And we've spent a long time doing this since, you know, when Faye joined the company and, and since Faye's become the managing director, we're changing the way that we operate and it's absolutely authentic. It's not words on a page. It translates to how leadership, how we treat each other, how we speak to each other, how we behave how we include, we listen and we ask questions. Nobody's got a bad idea and everyone's got something to offer. I think that's your one team approach, isn't it? And it, what's coming across to me in this is it's like it literally goes through you like a, a stick of rock. You know, it's like it's in your, you know, it's totally in your DNA. You know, you talked about, you know, really enabling people to have the pride. You are part of something that is absolutely phenomenal. And the thing that I wrote down right at the start is, you know, you, you're magic makers. You talked about magic moments, but every single person within that team and for someone who has worked a long time in their events and connecting business I think that I think of my first day at HE Racecourse when I, I left the Navy and, and I remember standing in the room and it was almost like who lives in a house like this and, and you kind of trying to paint that picture every single part of your team is doing that and I know Faye you know we're talking about leadership and we're, you know Kerry's just talked about that alluded to that and you know, I know you are really keen to point out and you were in advance of this that without Kerry's support, your role would be much tougher. Talk to me about that because I know this is, you're very much for spotlighting others. I know that. Yeah, with absolute pleasure. So I I moved into the current role, as Kerry said, about a year ago um, following internal promotion. Um, during this last year, you know, we've gone through so many things through transformation of our culture, you know, recovering from a pandemic. We have repositioned social value at the heart of the business. We've launched a new strategic plan for the company. And genuinely, you know, without the support and contribution of Kerry, um, none of that would have been possible. I think sometimes when we talk about leadership, we have a habit of, of thinking about I or about an individual rather than a group. And I think, you know, re- regardless of what um, you know, our formal structure might be on paper, you know, Kerry is my partner. She's my peer. And it's about, you know, having that, that trust, that understanding as a team that allows us then to achieve more because we've got that, that breadth across. 
Um, I think, you know, for me as well, but this is, you know, my first MD role, so I am certainly not the finished article. You know, I am still learning, you know, I make mistakes. And having someone that has been a critical friend, a chief supporter, you know, a confidence builder, a sort of trusted confidant has really helped accelerate, you know, my confidence, I guess, in my ability in the role. And it's made sure that, you know, when things do go wrong, and they do sometimes, and you learn from your mistakes, but I've had someone alongside me that's been able to sort of give me a bit of a pep talk, pick me up, help me move on. And it's helped to keep the business moving at pace rather than potentially being a bit of a derailer or me going down a rabbit hole or losing confidence over something. Sometimes it can just be the, the simplest of little things that are such a big gesture. So, uh, you know, I talked about our strategic plan and when we launched that a few weeks ago, I've been quite lucky, I guess, in that I'm, I am a confident person. I'm quite the confident and I've not had many moments of sort of imposter syndrome. But when I got up to present to the group, it was a scripted piece and I, and I don't do script very well with Kerry knows. I'm, a, I'm an off the hoop sort of person usually, but it was scripted. And I had one of those moments where I thought, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I've not learned the script, I can't read it, I can't see it. And I, I had to mentally talk to myself and say, because I, I felt that fight or flight syndrome. And I actually had to speak to myself in my head and say, keep going, keep going, keep going. Because I felt like I could just have walked away. And Kerry wasn't very well that day. So usually she would have been up front, shoulder to shoulder with me presenting. And she wasn't able to do that. But she was absolutely there on the front row, catching my eyes, going, I've got you, nodding away, smiling away at me. When everyone else in the audience was some people in the team were a bit, oh, you know, what's they doing here? And I think there's some some really strong things here. You've talked really passionately about culture and team leadership. And, you know, what you're talking about here is that, you know, it's having that that person or having that group of people or having that wing person, cheerleader, whatever it is, that peer group around you. But there's something here really jumping out to me around that, you know, women supporting women. And I, I know Faye way back in I think it was 2017 when we were at, we were had just had our awards and um we were at the Hilton and you were like you can come to you were at Manchester Central at the same at the time and I'm like that's scary there's no way I can do that I can't afford it I can't do that and you you gave me the time and the belief to make me believe I could even though it was terrifying and scary so you know it, it's those moments of supporting each other are so you know massively important and and Kerry you know why is it so important this advocating for other women and and who supported you in your early career? We know obviously you and Faye are absolutely the dream team, but but why is this so important? I think I think if I if I was to 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 call advocacy championing and supporting and encouraging, I've had that all the way from the start of my career, and I was lucky enough to join the NHS. And back in the day when I joined the NHS, it was full of very senior women. It's a predominantly female-oriented organisation. And HR was, back in the day, often at senior level, full of men for some strange reason. But I was fortunate enough to work with two very amazing HR directors who were female. And I learned a lot from them as strong role models. Sadly, I moved into aviation. There was no females. And so what I did, I reached out to women who were friends or colleagues in the in the outside world to find people who I could find as role models looking at people who had integrity, women who don't feel they have to emulate men, women who feel that they work hard, they are true, they're authentic. You don't have to be a version of a man. You don't have to be aggressive. You can actually be a very gentle and, if you like, 
be honest and authentic to actually get on. And I think it's about hard work and about being, it's about being honest about your own learning, constantly learning that you need to continuously improve, being the best version and actually finding people who don't have, who have skills you don't have, recognizing where you want to be and actually saying to people, can you help me reaching out? It's not an easy thing, but you've just got to say, Working alongside people can be difficult, but spot what they can offer you, what you can learn from them and find people who complement your CV by, because you don't know it, they do. So work alongside people who've got better skills. And I think there's something really about that asking for help. I think sometimes we'll hold ourselves back or all of these relationships, even if we ask for help or we offer help, all these relationships are two-way streets, aren't they? You know, coaches and those they are coaching, mentors and those they are mentors, both always benefit. You must have both seen that, Faye. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it is a two-way street, but it's about having that agility in that relationship as well, isn't it? And recognising that often it's not about necessarily, you know, coach and coachy. So often it's, it's, it is just about partnership in the same way that you have in your personal life and being agile enough to just spot and recognise what somebody needs when and being, being vulnerable and honest enough actually to say, this is me, I'm self-aware, these are my potential detractors, um, this is actually what I would really like from you. Um, and I think it's, you know, like all good relationships, it's got to be built on that trust and it's got to be built on that honesty, hasn't it? Um, you know, I think it's also about, you know, one of the things that, that having sort of Kerry on board has really helped me with is that having someone that in a in a really safe way pushes you to be and do better and not in a way that you ever feel threatened or that it starts to knock your confidence, but always in a way that is bringing out the best version of yourself. And I think, you know, that is, is incredibly powerful. And if, if people can find themselves, you know, not just a personal board where you know, it's, it's great and fantastic to have a mentor and to have a coach, but sometimes it is just that, that ally, that partner as well, that is going to help bring out the best in you and, and keep you uh, pushing forward with that, I think is, is absolutely valuable. I, I, I echo everything that Faye said and, and, and just some additions is that we've got a really strong, talented team here at ACC Liverpool. And I've been fortunate to to work here a long time. The team that we've got now are the best in the business. They are superb. And and as leaders, we're instilling in them, hopefully, some really strong leadership qualities. But equally, we can do a 360. We can get back from them how we can improve. So because we've got such talent and these are people that are homegrown and they've come up through the ranks, they know their business inside out, but they also know us and they can check in with us and say, can we look at this or your style about that? So mentoring and menteeism, it, it goes both ways. And we can actually say as leaders, Faye and I, that we've got that emotional intelligence and that humility to be able to say to our team, what do we need to improve on? How do we do better? How can we give you what you need? What development are you seeking from us? Because because I've been in the role quite a while, I could get complacent and a little bit on my laurels or just think, turn the handle, same old, same old. And I think it's about on the morning waking up and saying, what can I do differently to be a bit different today that's going to give that 1% of improvement? Or if that hasn't worked, why not dig deep, reflect and be able to be all adult enough to say, the problem isn't them, the problem could be me. So as a leader, having that ability to say, I'm big enough and old enough to be able to have those harsh conversations with myself to say, that isn't the team, that could be me. And having that leadership strength to say, if we want to be better, 
mentor and mentee is, is absolutely imperative. It's a great facility if you can get it. If you can't afford it and you haven't got access, find it from within your peers and find it from within your team because it's there. If you've built the relationships and relationships is what it's all about. Uh, and we would absolutely advocate, the reason we set our power collective was to almost enable those conversations to start. Please do get involved. We are power.net. But, and that's that's free. There's no barrier to entry because I want to make sure there's always someone for someone. So listen, I cannot thank you enough. I really feel like I've been joined by the dynamic duo today of Faye and Kerry. I can see you with capes on now sweeping around the ACC. You know, you've brought your humility, your integrity, your honesty into today's conversation. You are indeed magic makers, magic makers in your industry, really advocating, for, you know, in this amazing, amazing hospitality and events industry. You're not, you're not shed sellers. You are clearly exactly creating the collection. So Faye, Carrie, thank you so much for joining me today. I have absolutely loved having this conversation with, you know, amazing leaders from an industry that I'm massively passionate about. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. And thank you so much, all of you for being here today. And thank you for tuning in. If you love our episodes, of course you do. Let us know by rating, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast. Let your friends know let your mentees know or reach out to on socials at north power women and on twitter and at northern power women and all our other social media please do sign up to our power platform it is free and it's a place where you can start conversations ask for help or pass on your skills and knowledge join us next monday when i'll be joined by another wonderful role model from the northern power women community my name's simone and you've been listening to the northern power women podcast a what goes on media production oh, yeah.